Searching for a new home? Make todayshomebc.com your online home base. With easy-to-search listings and connections to local realtors, everything you need is under one roof. Powered by Black Press Media, you can search hundreds of local listings all in one place. Access the top real estate professionals to help you find the perfect home today at todayshomebc.com. PQ Beat is the official podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Peter McCulley. Today, we welcome Kim Burton, CEO of the Parksville and Qualicum Beach Chambers of Commerce. Thanks for being with us today, Kim. My pleasure. Always good to be with you. I know it's a little bit down the road, perhaps a little bit early, but maybe we could chat about Canada Day. I know folks like to plan well in advance if they're building a huge float or something. Will the Chamber be sponsoring Canada Day in Parksville in 2023? We are starting the prep. Actually, got an audience, hopefully, with the city on the next council meeting to go over some of the details with them. It is a major production, so we have to get started early. But short answer, yep. Oh, good. I know it won't be the same without flying Phil out front leading the parade. I got a note, actually, from one of our key sponsors, Thrifty Foods, to say that they were going to be looking at doing some kind of a flying fill tribute for their float in the parade. And his presence will absolutely be missed with this drum beating at the lead of the parade. And Phil was such a fixture in our community in so many other ways. He'll definitely going to be missed, but the parade will go on. Canada Day will go on. Starting to look at all of the prep and the plans, and I've had some inquiries from bands. I've had inquiries from folks that want to participate, so it's going to be good. How about uh, the Tuesday night market? That's another kickoff for summer, I guess, in downtown Parksville. We start the second week in June and run through till the end of August. So last year was our first market back after the pandemic, where we kept it alive by doing a mini market at the uh, the Parksville Visitor Center. This year, we'll be back similar to last year with the big event. And last year, I think we were close to 2019 numbers in terms of vendors. And I'm sure that we're going to absolutely get there this year. And it is a big part of summer in Parksville. It's really well attended. People like it. And a lot of visitors come out of town just especially for that. The streets are crowded. I get down there every Tuesday night for the setup and the teardown and see the volume of traffic that's going through there. It's pretty impressive. Same with Canada Day. Roughly twenty to 25,000 people participating at various points of the day, which is significantly larger than the population. <laughs> it's a pretty big deal, and that one is absolutely kickoff to summer. Another event that, it's a long event that attracts a lot of folks from out of town, is the Brandt Festival. That'll be coming up soon. We don't participate in much as the planning, but we certainly do participate. We put the brand in windows and we try to get the business community to participate in some of the activities that are going on. And the geese should be here in about another two, three weeks and the herring should be here and they coincide. And the brand absolutely brings a number of people into the community. They're a big deal and they're stop over here for the, the couple of weeks that they're here. Keep your dogs off the beach. Throughout the pandemic, Kim, problems with the labor market is something that all businesses here and right across the country have been talking about and having problems with. Do local businesses continue to have challenges with that department? Are things getting a little better? I think things are getting better. The industries that got really hit, the car business for starters, the automotive guys didn't have anything to sell. They hold up in computer chips and those sorts of things, supply chain holdups for a variety of different businesses. You go to a grocery store and there's nothing on the cereal shelves and just in the cleaning supplies and So those things have mostly been mitigated. I think that the supply chain issues, while they're not over, are not quite as severe as they were. 
labor shortages are still significant and it's a combination of things housing is a big one transportation is a big one we have affordable housing in some of the outlying areas of our region but there's no public transportation to get them into town so you got to own a car so those are challenges when we did our labor needs assessment back in 2017 the things that leapt off the page at us cost of housing transportation and local skills development there's not a lot we can do other than advocate other levels of government to deal with the housing shortage or the affordability and the transportation shortages. But we've started to look at how we can help with the local skills development. And we've actually partnered with North Island College to put together a prep cook training program. We're looking at 12 to 16 seats in a program that will help the restaurant industry. And when we went out to the food and beverage folks to see if they would take practicum placements and everything, if this was very well received because they're really struggling to find folks to come and work. And it's the same across the board, every single sector. You look at the job boards and everybody is looking for workers, hospitality, food and beverage. I know that there's an executive director position coming up in Parksville. <laughs> I'm anxious to see what kind of applications come forward for that. Every single sector of our business community is looking for people to come and work. It's a bit of a merry-go-round. We're trying to promote the area to bring in young families, but we need to have less expensive accommodation and transportation to get to the jobs that we need yeah. to have. And there's lots of construction going on, and I think that the housing shortage is going to eventually be something that we don't have to be so concerned about. Although, again, cost is big. To rent an apartment in Parksville, you're looking at anywhere between you know, 1300 is about the cheapest you can see, and then they go from there up to thousands of dollars for full homes. But I had a call from a business that was locating in our community some time ago during the pandemic. A couple with a couple of kids and a dog contacted me. They were living in a trailer because they couldn't find accommodation. And they were setting up a business in our community that was going to hire probably 20 or 30 more people. They've been living in the trailer for six months. Fortunately, they finally found accommodation, but we need to attract doctors to our community. But they need somewhere to live. We need to attract a variety of different service providers to our community, but they need somewhere to live. And the continuum from doctors make a decent wage and they can afford things. But even at the higher end, it's still a challenge to find housing for people. When housing developments are put forward, there's a challenge to getting them through the permitting process and the zoning process and all of those, because people like the community the way it is and they get a little bit fearful, but we've got to get through some of that and we've got to start to be able to look at the full continuum of housing options, everything from carriage houses to multifamily developments to single family developments and accept the fact that in order for us to be able to bring people to the community to provide the services that we need here. We're going to have to approve a lot of these projects going forward. There's a lot under construction right now. There's a lot in the pipeline to be constructed, but we still need more. For those in business who are members of the chambers who are filtering back into the world and would like to network one-on-one, -on -one, they can take advantage of your business after business meetings. We've moved away a little bit from the dinner meetings. The uh, business after business are doing well and we're doing our joint meeting with the Qualicum Beach Chamber of Commerce that we do on an annual basis, even going back to before we had a single administration. So that's happening February the 9th. The events committee have come up with some unique and interesting ways to hopefully engage with folks. We're looking at doing our annual general meeting as a breakfast brunch on a Saturday. We had a bowling night the other night as a business after business where people were able to get together and do that networking piece. 
there was a lot of laughter, a lot of karaoke, mm. and some bowling. It was great. We had a good time. <laughs> so I understand, Kim, you're retiring later this spring from your role with the Chambers. So what have you got planned? Well, I'm not using the word retiring. I have resigned my position, and I actually put the posting out yesterday for this job, and Qualicum Beach have been interviewing, and I believe they have a successful candidate who will be announced very soon. That joint administration liaison is over, and uh, the two chambers will continue to work together but are running under separate administrations. So I'm looking forward to seeing some applicants for the position of executive director of the Parksville District Chamber of Commerce. My plan, I'm going to take the summer off. I'd like to spend some time gardening, camping, playing with my dog. I'll hit the job market again in the fall and see what's out there. And I don't want to retire, Peter. I like working. I really do. And I like being with people and I enjoy the role that I've had over the last 14 years with the chamber. I think it's time for somebody with new ideas and new passion to step into that role and time for me to go and look for something else to do. The pandemic certainly has convinced a lot of folks to take a step back and reevaluate and change direction. So you're not doing anything different than a lot of us are doing. I think it's good to do exactly that, do some reevaluation and see where you want to go. On behalf of my colleagues at the PQB News, I'd like to thank you for all your hard work the last 14 years. Thank you, Peter. It's been a pleasure and I really enjoyed it. Thanks for being with us today. You bet. Thank you. That's this edition of PQ Beat. If you have comments or suggestions, we'd like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. Discover what's happening around our province with todayinbc.com. Sign up today to get the latest news right to your inbox and never miss the news that's important to you and your family. From community news in your neighborhood to what's happening in our province, your source for daily news is todayinbc.com.